Hello, and welcome to the River Audio Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We believe God has something unique to say to you, and our hope is that you feel His love stronger today than ever before. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen, amen. Excited this morning? So my message this morning is simple. One word, rest. I know it's a a big, rest. I was praying for what to share this morning and um, been praying there at the end of the week. I I always, you know, pray. Sometimes God will give me a message and I won't preach it till like a month later, but I just trust him and I just sit on it till then. But God, God gave me this. I was praying earnestly. I was like, God, we're in, we're in a unique place, being in fall, about to go into the end of the year, gearing up for the end of the year. Lord, what would you have? What, is a, what, is, what would be a word for the hour? And as a church, we're in this season of harvest, which you already know. And so, Lord, what is something that would complement that, that would, that would reach into that? And he gave me rest. Rest. Okay? So I, I want to talk about this a little bit. This may be, this may be, um, as a believer, this might be one of the most neglected and forgotten about areas. This might be the most, as a believer, setting the tone, foundation, this might be the most neglected and forgotten about area. But this also might be a key for you as a believer, a key. This might be an answer if you're taking notes. This might be a key. This might be an answer for you, not just in this season, but for your life as a believer, implementing rest. This is also an area on which the enemy plays very well that we oftentimes ignore and don't pay attention to. So, I want to set the table here. So this might be the most neglected area in our lives, yet this is one of the biggest areas that is easiest for the enemy to do damage. Because most of us as believers set the world on fire going a million to nothing Monday through Friday. It's just what we do. Well, that's just how it is. That's just the grind. That's just the world today. That's just this. And we come and well, that's just it. And we never stopping to rest at all. Actually, when I was, I was coming up in church, after I had gotten saved, and then I went into church of God for a little bit, I started to get into leadership, you know, just youth, you know, youth ministry and stuff. And I was given the notion, just as a young believer coming in leadership, you don't rest. You don't rest. You're Superman. You don't miss an event. You don't do anything. You stay late. You come early. This is just the way of the tide. Welcome. That is the notion I was given. But how many know burnout's real? Burnout is real. Burnout is serious. This is why. uh, I'm going to try not to get too excited too early. Uh, This is why God hit me with this. The mental health condition of most believers is terrible. The mental health condition of most believers is terrible because 
We run a million to nothing. We don't know rest. We don't understand rest. So what I then don't know and understand, I don't implement. It does not become a part of me. It does not get put into my life. It does not get inserted. I cannot respect it because I don't understand it. Hello, somebody. So this is so important. This is a... This is a forgotten about game changer. And a lot of us don't know anything about this because we don't understand how to implement it. I don't know what this could look like. My life is way too busy as it is. I got this with the family and that's on fire and the job's on fire. And now this and now I got to go over here and I gotta, you're pulled in a million directions. So instead of take a step back and ask God for wisdom, James says, should you lack wisdom? Let a man ask of God who gives so instead of that, we just fall subject to the tide. We fall subject to the chaos. I can't, can't fight it. Might as well join it. So now you become, now instead of you dominating and stepping like a woman of God, stepping like a man of God in authority, you're getting drugged, like literally dragged by everything and life's woes and these storms. You're getting dragged, and you don't see a way out. You don't feel like a way out. You're in the worst mental state you've ever been in. You're in a depressed season. You stay in a depressed season, and you live in a cave. But this is a real life for a lot of believers because we, we don't know rest. We don't know rest. I'm not talking about quitting. There's a difference in taking a break, and there's a difference in quitting. Talking about rest, I'm going to break it down. But before that, I want to talk about some different aspects of it. If you have your Bibles, my first text is going to be Genesis 2, chapter 2, verse 2. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he made. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going. I'm just, I'm talking about some, I'm setting the table for some different uh, perspectives in the word of, about rest. Uh, Matthew 11. I love the way this reads. Okay, so I'm switching. This one's going to be in the Amplified. You'll see why here in a minute. Chapter 11, verses 28 and 30. Come to me, all you who are, who are weary and heavily burdened. I love, I love the way this reads. By religious rituals that provide no peace. That was heavy. And I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. He says, learn from me. Jesus is speaking. Follow me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. Oh, I love this. Renewal. Blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. Here's the Lord's, come to me. I got you. I got your wisdom. You don't know how to incorporate rest because your life's a train wreck. Come to me. I, I, I can help with that. I, I, I can give you a thing or two. I can, I, can, I can shed light on that. I can direct you. I can guide you. I can tell you. I can do spiritual math for you. I can tell you what to take away so that we can implement the right things. I'm trying to move you somewhere. I'm trying to take you somewhere. And this is where the plan of God, Christians are so disappointed. One of the biggest, a couple of the biggest attacks for Christians, one's being depression, the next one being disappointment. Nothing will hold you down like disappointment. 
Because although you're praying and there's this little stem of hope, God, I, I, I really need this to get better. There's a chance that it might. But 95% of you knows you've made your mind up. It's not going to get better. And so why is this so important to you? Why should this be a game changer to you? It should be because players in sports that are rested play better. People that are rested as leaders, they lead better. This is simple. This is duh moment stuff. But we don't implement it and we don't do it. And as Christians, we, we let the world just drag us and we're never... Re- oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited. I'm getting ahead of myself. So Jesus says, come to me. Come to me. I'll give you rest. I had a little breakdown for the word rest. The R stands for restore, if you're taking notes. Get restored so you could be refreshed. And, and, and it's like, well, God's called me to this, and he gave me this business idea, and I got this vision. You have a huge vision and no energy to carry it out. Big vision, big plan, definitely from God, but I have no, I have no energy to carry it out because I don't rest. And then I get ticked off at God when the thing don't show up. God's not letting it show up because the blessing would take me out because I'm not ready for it. I'm not in a spot to contain. I'm not in a spot to be able to receive it. Spiritually, mentally, maybe even physically. All these areas of our life. I've got to be in a spot for God to do this thing, for him to bring what was promised. And we talk, well, I'm just waiting on the promise. I'm just waiting. That's why preparation is so important. You have to act and operate like you're already in that season on which God is going to deliver that thing. You have to prepare accordingly. Part of that preparation is having moments of rest so I can get restored. So the R, restore. Get restored so you could be refreshed. And you know what I realized? I'm sure you did too. Big revelation right here. (laughs) You are a happier person. Come on, somebody. I know you got an amen and a dance right there. You are a happier person. You are not rebuking the world and everybody in it. When you get restored, when you allow God to refresh you, you're not sending everybody to hell in a handbasket, amen? You are, right? You are actually smiling. Christians that don't smile anymore. How am I showing the love of God? You know, she ain't nothing anyway. What? What? So, I'm not getting, it shows. It shows. When I'm not getting with God, it shows. It will show in my conversation, in the way I talk, in my body language, in how I look. Bro, you need like a week off. You know what I'm saying? The people close to you are going to let you know. That's why you need some ride or die people close to you. Girl, you know you don't need to be going out there talking to nobody right now. You are TNT, right? So you know, <laughs> you got some amen to people going to work, right? So, yeah, so you need, you know what I'm saying? We, we know we need rest, but I think a lot of us don't implement it because we don't think it's an option. Did you hear that? You look at it as no option, so you just ignore it. Say, don't worry about it. Just keep grinding. Whatever happens, happens. That's a horrible formula. 
that's a terrible formula. That's a formula that as a believer will get me killed. Did you hear that? As a believer, that will get me killed because I'm doing the enemy's work for him. I'm taking myself out by allowing myself to stay busy. Women's ministry, here we go. The best yes, you got to say no sometimes. All my ladies say amen. amen. And I did look at my wife's book, and it's pretty good stuff. It's a good, it's, it, it, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good book. It's a really good book. You have to say no sometimes. But when you're exhausted to a level and you get that, you know, that point of no return, that I don't really care, it is what it is, that's a dangerous spot. That's a dangerous spot because then anything goes. Then anything goes. And the enemy's like, I'm going to just step back and I'm just going to, I'm going to let you self-destruct yourself. Why would he get in there? I'm doing most of the heavy lifting for him. I'm depressed. I'm disappointed. I'm refusing to move. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even, forget about valuing rest. I'm not even thinking about it because I don't know that it's an option. So the R stands for restored. You've got to get restored. You have to find a way to allow God to refresh you. How do we do this? We do this, obviously, through reading the word of God and through prayer. We do that. But also moments at home of worship, car, car rides, where you just turn off the radio and begin to talk to God. Talk to him about this stuff. All hell's breaking loose in your life. Why do you sit quiet and bury that? Because the devil wants to kill you with that. That hits somebody. The devil wants to kill you with that. And you're leaving it buried. And God's saying, I need you to start talking. If you talk to nobody else, I need you to talk to me about that. Because I got to get that out of you so that I can take you somewhere. And I can't take you anywhere because you're so boggled down with all this mess. And how can I begin to give you rest? Because you won't even let yourself rest. You won't even let yourself rest. The E. So we already said the R stands for get restored, get refreshed. The E in rest stands for enjoy. This one was really different for me when he, put, when he gave me this one. Enjoy. Find something you enjoy. You don't hear this. You don't hear this. You don't hear this a lot. Especially in the Christian world. Ain't nothing supposed to, ain't supposed to be fun. Right? Come on. Yeah, you know what's up. Ain't supposed to be fun. Find something you enjoy where there's no obligation, no pressure attached, and maybe nobody involved. Where, where there's, uh, I told them 5 o'clock. Here we go. I ain't going to get home till 11. You, you understand. Find you something. That you can unplug, that is healthy, that is going to help you. Because this is why the enemy beats us up so much. And it, this is why we go around and our attitudes suck. They're bad. They're horrible. We go to the restaurant, well, I ain't tipping them anyway. Walk right out the door. And they're like, man, them church people are just so mean. So, I mean, this is, I'm telling you. I, the mental health is because we're, we're unrested. We lack rest. We lack restoration. We lack being refreshed. We don't see it as an option. Find you something you can enjoy that is fun with no obligation. With no obligation. For me, it might be playing music. That's one of my hobbies. I love to play music. I'm not thinking about, man, Monday, we're going to get slammed. It, it's, I might call out Monday. I might call out for the week. You know, we're not thinking.
thinking about work. We're not thinking about, you need something, maybe it's gardening. Maybe you love to garden. Let that be your thing. That's fun. No pressure, no obligation. I get it done when I get it done. You need something that you enjoy because that is going to implement and go into your rest. That is going to help incorporate rest in your life. And us not just being a miserable hermit crab that gets mad at the world and don't want to talk to anybody ever. Moving on. Not a lot of amens there. That's okay. Yeah, um, the S in rest. <laughs> Gosh. The S, Rose. Uh, the S in rest stands for stamina. Write that down. Stamina. You resting is going to allow you to have stamina. It's going to give you strength. It's going to give you energy. What does that do? When the storm does come, when the battle does show up, you're ready. You're ready. And not just I talk ready because I can pray and all this stuff. I feel ready because of implementing rest into my life. I feel good. And that doesn't mean I, I won't exhaust energy in this fight. That, that means this challenge of going to court, this challenge of the house, this challenge of the job, I can endure it because I'm resting. I'm resting. I'm implementing rest. So instead of me just being irritable and popping off at the mouth and just going off on everybody, you see what I'm saying? This is real stuff that we experience as believers. Instead of that... I'm able to reserve my energy, to focus, and it's not, and I think I'm going to hit a vein right here. A lot of us go through stuff. It's not that you don't want to go to prayer or go to the word. You're so exhausted, you won't let yourself. You're so exhausted, you won't let yourself. This is why rest is important, because what does that do? Gives me a focus. It gives me a mental focus. When I'm rested, I can lock in better. I can think sharper. We're praying for wisdom. God, I got this job situation here. I got this or that. But if I'm completely exhausted and drained, I can't think right about that. I can't begin to go to God like I need to about that. I can't begin to not sometimes let the enemy just begin to throw stones at me and me just stand up on the word of God. And I know we have to do, see, a lot of times we have to do stuff we don't feel like as a believer and we have to push through and this is why learning to worship is important learning to press in is important but if I'm depleted all the time and God needs he said hey come on I'm pulling you I'm taking you somewhere and you're just like I need like 20 you understand how important this is how strategic for the enemy I don't the enemy's like I don't have to steal let me Lord help me Help this to come out the way you want it to. The enemy sometimes doesn't have to steal anything because we're so exhausted we don't even we don't even go. We don't we don't even we don't even attempt. So we need stamina. You resting is gonna help you have stamina for the battle and for the journey. The prophet Elijah sat under a tree, prayed to die. The angel of the Lord appears before him. Man of God, the journey is too great. Eat and drink. Eat and drink. You have to get refreshed. 
to get and get restored for the journey, for what the plan of God in your life, for where he's taking you, for what he's doing, for the vision he gave you, for the word he gave you. Some of us been sitting on stuff a long time. And it's like, I've been waiting a long time for God to do this, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not able to walk into it. I'm not able to, 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 to go into that thing because I'm not ready and God knows I'm not ready. I must be continually preparing myself, continually drawing from strength, from his word, through reading, through the fellowship of the church, amen, through my brothers and sisters. You know what lack of rest does? I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself already. I'm not doing it. T. Yeah, let's go. T. The T and rest, if you're taking notes, stands for time. The T and rest stands for time. Time to be able to do this and apply this. You need to start viewing time differently. And, and, and this is huge because when you're not rested, you don't view time differently. You're in survival mode. Anything to get restored, leave me alone. I'm going home, turning my phone off. You don't know me. You understand? Survival mode, not in a good spot. Mentally depleted, just drained, drained, right? So that's the kind of stuff we're talking about here. This is why time is so important. God, give me the wisdom and the knowledge to invest my time and pour it in where it needs to go. God, help me to take inventory. See, this is, this is what's huge. I hope somebody's getting a big deal here because when you're that exhausted, you don't take inventory. You don't take inventory. I don't look at who I'm rolling with. I don't pay attention to who I put myself around. I don't pay attention to, well, you know what? That's probably unhealthy, and I probably shouldn't be talking to that person with those conversations because their effect is negative, and it's exhausting, and it's, and it's depressing. When I leave, I'm utterly depressed, and I just, like, want to go jump off a cliff, right? So... I'm not, it's not that I'm not smart enough to separate those things. I don't feel up to thinking about that. So it's easier for me to just dismiss it and say, forget it. I'm not worried about that. I'm just tired. I want to be done. Let me alone. Go away. You see what I'm saying? This is important because we get in seasons, especially in rough seasons, we get in spots like this. And a lot of times we have hard time maneuvering and getting out of them. And we don't know how to. And we go, oh, man, I'm praying, I'm reading my word, man, we're tithing. I don't know what's going on. You might just need to rest. You might just need to take a break and begin to implement rest, have a moment of rest, time. Time is so important. The one thing I cannot get back. I can even get my money back in certain situations. Cannot get time back. How I view time has to be important. The enemy knows it. That's why he plays against it. That's why he plays against it. He waits around. He takes advantage of, of, of different things that go on in our lives that we're not aware of. And in a season of harvest where harvest takes work, harvest takes work, but you also have to have moments of rest. How are you going to make it through the season of harvest? You, I, you might feel like a hundred to nothing Red Bull in a can, but... You have to get stamina to sustain, to make it the length of the journey. We have to have times of rest. 
I have to have, it, it has to be important. Matter of fact, it's so important that that's really mainly what the enemy's playing off of, my exhaustion. Because it, it, it almost determines my progress in some points. Well, I don't really feel like I can go much more. Energy, time, these are all important. First, take personal in- inventory. I noticed in seasons of my life I didn't rest like I should. I didn't keep track of time much. And seasons where you're so depleted and exhausted, you don't, you don't normally keep t- track of time much, nor did I value it much. Nor did I value it much because I stayed in a survival mindset. I stayed in a survival mindset, just trying to make it to the next day. That's all I need. But God desires that I thrive. He desires that I thrive in him. And for that to, yeah, praise God, for that to happen, I've got to be renewed. I've got to be refreshed. I've got to be, I got to be rested. How do we come into big things that God has? You know what? They don't tell you. The journey is going to have moments where you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to get tired. Life's going to happen. And how do I get through that? By refilling myself with God. By refilling myself with his word, with his presence, moments of his presence. There's nothing better when you're completely exhausted and depleted than getting in his presence and saying, God, I'm done. I need you to refill me, restore me. I I need you to refill me again. Amen. Going to him as we spoke about. So this may be a strategic area that the enemy loves for us to forget about. But this is also, you have to look at this differently. This is one of your power sources. This is one of your power areas is getting rest. Since, since you don't make time for rest, this is how, like, when God gave it to me. Since you don't make time for rest, you worry. Did you catch that? Since you don't make time for rest, you worry. When I don't make time to rest, Because when I rest, I'm getting my mind refocused on him. I'm starting to draw from that. I'm starting to try to get refreshed and get get stronger as a believer. Now, since I'm not doing that, the other result is I'm worrying. I'm worrying about what? About everything. The family and this and that and the other thing. And I'm worried about everything. And it's starting to really boggle me down where I'm not getting anywhere with anything. So you stay exhausted, you stay stressed, and you stay on edge. Did you catch that? You stay exhausted, you stay stressed, and you stay on edge. You ready to snap on anybody? You ready to snap on anybody? Lack of rest will cause you to start a lot of things and finish nothing. It will cause you to start a lot of stuff. Man, let's go, man. I'm, I'm whooped. We got this. We, we killing it. Let's go. Hey, you better push through, man. I'm ready to go. And then you finish, but you, you don't finish anything. We never get the end result. We never get the icing on the cake. We never get the, the end goal. It's never able to be finished because I'm too drained. I'm too exhausted. So you stay exhausted. You stay stressed. You stay on edge. There's a difference in resting and taking. Oh, there's a, there's a difference in resting, taking a break, and there's also a difference in quitting altogether. I have a... Uh, another scripture, Rose, this is so funny that you, your scripture was out of Exodus. I have one. 
out of Exodus that I want to share is Exodus 18, um, 14 through 19. Again, also dealing with Moses. Here's, I love this. This to me is like one of my favorite leadership scriptures. It is. Here you have Jethro, which is Moses' father-in-law, comes to visit him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this, but I'm also kind of summary, doing a summary. And Moses is like, hey, God's doing all this stuff. Here's what we're going through, for, you know, took care of Pharaoh. This one. And it's, it's going great, right? And I'm just going to read, and then we'll talk some more. 18, chapter 18, starting at verse 14. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, what is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why thou sittest thyself alone, and all the people stand by thee from morning until evening? And Moses said unto his father-in-law, because the people come unto me to inquire of God, when they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another, and I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, the thing that thou, thou doest is not good. The thing that thou doest is not good. Um, a lot of times, and I'm going to stop, I'm going to finish that, but I want to say this. I felt led to say this. A lot of times in a rough season, the people that are supposed to help you when your lack of rest turn into haters. Not that they're haters. I begin to view them as haters because I'm exhausted. I don't want criticism. I don't want you telling me how I'm doing it wrong. I don't want you to tell me a better way. I'm drained. I don't want you to tell me anything. This is true. And this is how we, this, this is a real situation. This is why I'm sharing this. But oftentimes God puts those people there to help you, to encourage you. And the people, this is where you have to take inventory and I do. Because the people around me, I got to then trust enough. That if they're talking, especially by inspiration of God, God has shown them something. God has put something on their heart. And I trust you enough to trust what you're seeing. Because I know you love God and you walk with him. And I love that because Moses could have been like, okay. Okay. So I'm not doing good, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, he could have he like just start talking bad to his father-in-law. He had a choice to do that, right? But I love that Jethro comes in and goes, he listens to Moses. And then he's like, you know, this thing is, this thing is not good. Let's read on and then I'll, I'll cap that off. Um, because the people come to me to inquire of God, when they have a matter, they come unto me. And I judge one between another and I make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, the thing that thou doest is not good. Thou will surely wear away both thou and this people with thee. Huge, huge. Basically, I love you, but you're going to kill yourself. You're going to take yourself out. If, thank you. If this keeps going, and I love you enough to tell you, this is where you have to trust the people God's put in your corner. It, in rough seasons where you don't feel like God's carrying you. You don't feel like you can go on much. This is why rest is so important, right? So he's, it's not, the thing that thou doest is not good. It will surely wear away both you and the people. Neither one of you are going to make it through this pretty much. 
that will for surely, okay, I lost my spot. And this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. This thing is too heavy for thee. It's important to know when you're in over your head. Right? I don't know what you're talking about. I was taught I can do all things through Christ. But there is a thing called wisdom. There is a thing called discernment of the Holy Spirit. Where I can step into areas that I shouldn't. And I can reap the consequences of stepping and going in those areas. Are you with me? I can, I can get in a thing that God is like, look, that's, that's too much. He gave you free will. He gave me free will. I can, I can go anyway, no, but I'm going to get the consequence of whatever that is. Are you with me today? So this thing is important. This thing is important to listen to wise counsel. This is another area where rest is important because when I'm not rested, I need to be able to trust who God's put around me, but then I might have to have moments where, hey, let's go to LTAP. I need to talk. Yeah. Chip salsa the works. <laughs> we need to talk. But this is so important because you need people in your life that can see, man, as a believer, like, sometimes it's like, I, I, I cannot let them see I am drained. I'm not talking the best. I cannot let, I, I cannot hang out with them. No, you need, we need people like that. When Paul is talking about the church and he wrote letters, I mean, Paul wrote over half the New Testament, writing the pastors, young pastor and Timothy in the faith. And he was writing, exhorting them, encouraging them to, to bear one another's burden. That stuff don't happen, man. That stuff don't happen because we're so private because I'm so worried about you stoning me because of what I might struggle with or what I might say or, or this, I didn't handle that situation right. And so now instead of us coming together as brothers, speaking of which, our men's ministry, I thank God. That is an understatement. I thank God so much because to have, to, to have somebody you can not just confine but share in. Just share with, hey, bro, hey, man, we got to pray about this. And then to have a brother to say, I'm not going to let you go under on this. I'm not going to let you stand alone on this. This is not going to kill you because I am with you. And God has put us here and God has connected us. We're going somewhere. We're doing this thing. Even if you don't feel, that's what you need in your corner. Because if I'm not rested, I need you to be rested. And you're going to hit seasons where you need me to be rested because you're going to struggle and you're not going to feel like it. And now we can rally each other to actually move and go somewhere. This whole thing, well, you know, it's just flowers, baby. You know, it's, no, it's not. There are some rough seasons. And if you're not careful in what we, what we do in those seasons, those seasons will take us out. Rest is important. That will surely wear away. Thee and not, oh, and thou art not able to perform. Oh, I, 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 I didn't get to that point. I like that. Hold up. Thou will surely <laughs> wear away both you and this people that is with thee. For this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Thyself alone. You cannot, I cannot do it alone. You cannot do it alone. What it, Rest will, lack of rest will cause you not to trust people that you should. 
everybody ain't out to kill you. Everybody ain't out. You know what I'm saying? God, God's like, you nice, but you ain't that nice. Like, everybody's not out to get you. But see, what the enemy does, he fights you in a way you put walls up. I preached a sermon one time. I'm going to preach it at some point. It's called Jericho. And it's about how sometimes you're the walls. I'm going to preach that at some point. Hang on. Not today. But I am going to preach that sometime. I heard a little, whoa. But it's about how sometimes we're the walls. How do you get to a point like that where you become the walls and God loves me enough to march around seven times? I, hey, when he hit me with that, I'm telling you, when he hit me with that, and like God's not had it a lot of times where I'll preach a message like multiple, multiple times, same message, but that's one of them that I don't think is ever going to leave my repertoire because it, it was a life shifter because I, I scratched my head whenever God was having me get, even do that one. I was like, God, how do you even get there? How do you even get there? Depleted. Don't care. Don't give a rip. Not a care in the world. Not trying to advance, not having no desire to live. A dark place is how you get there. A dark place is how you become the walls. And thank God that he is a God that loves me enough to march around the city. Man, man, man. That's that's not even part of what I'm doing today. Thank you. Um, But God put this message on my heart this morning because in this season... And I, I don't know if it's one per multiple people in this season. Um, I just feel like there's multiple people that you're just, you're tapped, you're drained. That's why last week, whenever I did my little mini sermonette and God gave me that word, he said, and first like, you know, you're going through this probably for a message. I'm like, gee, thanks. You know, because I knew she was right. And so like, I began to go through that thing, literally. I think I was talking, me and Matt were talking this way. I talked to a couple of the guys. I mean, the last two weeks have been different. They've been different. It's one thing to go through like a week of work and a week of this and the fam- and things be hard. It was, it was like different level stuff. It was different level stuff. And so when God was taking me through that, he, he said, look at your, are you rest? Are you resting at all? Are you rest? I was like, how am I supposed to even? start. He said, I'll help you. I'll help you. I will help you come to me. Ask. I believe it's my job to say, God, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? That's my job. It's not my job to get ticked off at God, sit in the corner, pout and quit, and then blame the devil. That, that, that doesn't work. That gets me nowhere. But some, something, I, and I'm getting toward the end here, but I was like, God, show me how to schedule rest. Show me how to schedule rest because he can do it. He can do it. You might not like the schedule change around whenever you start doing inventory because he's going to cut some stuff out that you thought should be in that you thought was number one priority important. And so to get where God's taking me and what he wants me to do, I'm going to have to be okay with the changes. And a lot of times my our success as far as going where God wants us to go and our obedience has to do with our cooperation of the Holy Spirit. We have to cooperate with where he's leading. 
when he's putting something in your heart for your job, when he's putting something in your heart for this, for the family. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good maybe. You might not even agree with it at that time. But how many know getting with God, personal time, praying, worshiping, in the word, it allows me to align myself with what he's doing. It allows me to align myself with what he's saying. I can hear differently, Jeremy. I hear different. I hear different here than when I'm not rested here. When I lack rest, God's voice sounds different. When I lack rest, people's voice sounds different. That's why even though you're not a hater and you do love me, it sounds like you're being a hater because I'm depleted and exhausted and you're criticizing me. Victim, right? But when I get in line with God, I see he's put you in my life for a reason. And I see though that is not what I wanted to hear, John, you love me. Do you hear me? You love me. That's huge. This is why this is so important. And this is, this is the forgotten about thing. We don't talk about this because we're used to being slave to the beast of the way things go in the world. This is just the way it is. No, you are a child, let me remind you, of the most high God. You are a citizen of the kingdom. God is taking you somewhere. He has a plan. He has an agenda for your life. And guess what? Newsflash, the enemy does too. So, according to what we will allow and how we will allow our steps as far as our actions will depend on which side wins and which direction we begin to follow. So, here was my prayer this morning for this message. Literally, it's simple. Rest. It's simple. Easier said than done. God, I don't know how. Show me how to do it. I got a calendar booked into 2023. God, how are we going to do this? But if, man, Lord, help me. If we're going to get where God's taking us, sustainability, stamina, we're going to need to know how to implement rest. Because for the blessings, for the things that God wants to bring in to bless our lives, to be able to handle some of that stuff, how is it if I can't handle what I prayed for? I'm not in a position to. And I look back now and I thank God he didn't answer in that season because I was ready to die in that season. Thank you, God. Even though I pouted, cried, got mad, all this, thank you, God, that you didn't give me what I prayed for in that season. But you saw my heart and knew my heart and knew my life and where I was in that season. And you... You delayed for my good. Man, you delayed for my good. God help us, sis. If you, I'm, I've almost said everything God's led me to say. But as we gear up into the end of this year, it's already getting wild for some of y'all. We get about to get in the holiday time, get your seatbelt on, right? Right in the 2023, no, no stops. As we do that, guys, as our life ramps up in every single area, as it, we have to step back and go to God. We have to go to him. God, I need you to show me how to rest. If I'm going to walk into what you have for me, if, we're gonna, if I'm going to align myself with the plan, begin to take steps toward what you're doing in my life, to begin to obey, I need you to show me how to step back and rest. Moments. 
where I need to step back and rest? How does that look like? Well, how do I implement that Monday through Friday? How do I, what does that look like on the day-to-day? God, you gave me a vision for this thing. It's been four years. I've been believing you, praying. Am I preparing myself right? Am I preparing myself right? Am I taking the necessary steps? This is that application stuff. Because in the church, like, we're really good at praying in, praying in, praying in, and not preparing. And that's where God hit me. He said, yeah, I've called you to this, but if you don't get ready for it, I, I, I can't get you in there. You have to get yourself ready. You have to begin to prepare. You have to take the steps. So God, show me. Show me how to implement rest into my life. Thanks again for listening to the River Audio Podcast. We hope that these weekly sermons are an encouragement to your life. Make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at theriverworshipcenter.org and on Facebook and Instagram at The River.